Welcome to Coffee Talk with Liquid Shano 1973. And now your host, me, Shane Lakita. Well, good morning, everybody. Uh, this is a Saturday morning, and I usually don't record on the weekends, but this weekend I was feeling inspired and motivated to hop on the microphone here, have a conversation with all of you, because it's something that's stuff that's on my brain, and if I'm thinking about it, I got to say it, because as you all know, and I've, I've mentioned many times on this podcast, that you are my therapy, and if I'm talking to you, even though I'm not talking to you individually, But if I'm talking to you and I'm laying it all out there on the microphone for me to be able to get my thoughts together and put them together as I'm thinking about them, it's therapeutic for me to be able to go through everything and right-size my mind and right-size my brain and get myself ready and prepared for the day and to be able to just use it as a forum and a therapeutic position that I can be able to put myself in that I can then take on everything else that's going on. Okay, so first of all, thank you so much today for joining me. It is a Saturday, and some of you might be hitting the gym or might be going out with the family or whatever else, but you are joining me on a Saturday, and and, and I appreciate it. And those that catch up on the other days, I appreciate you too. But uh, this Saturday, you're listening to me, Shane Lakita, on this Coffee Talk episode, and I got a lot on my mind, so I want to talk about it. The first thing I wanted to talk about that's on my brain is another piggyback on top of the other podcasts that we've been doing. So 134, 135, and 136 were all about inspirational stories of people that have overcome difficult situations or just put their minds and set them certain direction on being successful and being able to move forward in the space of success or notoriety or money or finances or whatever else to be able to get themselves to a place that we well that they may be well known or some that aren't as well known, but they may be well known folks that have inspired me and I look at their story and I always am inspired by people that overcome obstacles that normal people wouldn't be able to. So that's the the theme of these last few podcasts. But today's podcast is all about staying in your lane. Let's talk about that for a second. You've heard it before. I'm sure you've heard the term staying in your lane. And I'm sure you've heard the term you do you, as you've heard me say on the podcast before, and making sure you're focusing on your own journey versus other people's journeys to make sure that you are right-sized and you are in the right place of what you want to focus on. And you know, the most simple way to be able to put the staying in your lane is mind your business. So we care about other people, but then we also are jealous of other people, or we look at other people and we say, hey, you know what, let me me help that person out because maybe we feel empathy for them or we feel bad for that person and we want to be able to pull them through when in all actuality, maybe they're not in a bad place or maybe they're not really feeling down in the dumps about their journey and they don't need your help. So you, you never know. So my point is, is that I've been seeing lots of posts and lots of things on Facebook outside of our of the group that we have called No Finish Line Nation. I've seen it on regular Facebook where somebody might post something that says, achieve this today or whatever, or did this thing. Now, it doesn't have to be health related. It doesn't have to be anything. Maybe they cooked a steak or maybe they put a roast in the oven. But I saw a lot of people over the past few weeks thinking that you would use social media in a positive platform, but instead was used as a negative platform. And people would say, well, steak's not good for you. 
or a roast, you know, has a lot of calories in it. You probably shouldn't eat that. You probably shouldn't get on that. It has a lot of fat content. You should probably think about a leaner cut of meat or whatever. Everybody has an opinion and they all use it in social media because it's a safe environment for them. They feel that they can say what they want to say because they're opinionated or they can say what they want to say because they can then just get their thoughts out there and nobody's going to say anything to them. Because who's going to say anything to you and be confrontational with you unless you have friends and family that are okay with being confrontational with you? So the safety of a keyboard or a microphone or a camera or a monitor or whatever gives you balls of steel that you can then look outside there and say whatever you want to say whenever you want to say it at any time and just go, hey, you know what? That's wrong. This is wrong. That's the direction we go in. Now, I know I live in a country that has freedom of speech. Correct? We live in a place where we should be able to say whatever we want to say. But in all actuality, why not live in a space where instead of breaking people down, why don't we lift them up? Why can't we take a look at what other people might be using as a celebratory moment for themselves, something that they might have overcome something to get to where they are at that moment in time, and they're not just putting a steak up there to say that they cooked this wonderful steak because they want everybody to give them accolades on the type of steak that they cooked, but rather maybe it was something that they felt they went towards a leaner cut of steak, or maybe they felt like they haven't had a really good meal in in, in a few weeks, and this is the first time they've had a good meal or the first time they've been able to sit for four weeks and actually cook a meal over all the times they've had to get fast food and all the other stuff because their work has called them away or because they've been caring for their grandmother or grandfather in the hospital every day during the week and this is the first time they've been able to sit down and actually have a meal. So my point is, when you see things, why not celebrate in those things and lift people up rather than breaking them down? The point of this whole podcast is going to be You have no idea what's going on in their life. You have no idea what's going on in their journey, what what the dynamic of where they're at with everything. And this, this doesn't just have to go in with social media. This is everything. You know, when I come into work, if I'm surrounded by people that are in a grumpy ass mood and they're just all over the place and they're just like, oh, you know, I'm not feeling it today or they're grumpy or they're snippy or whatever. I think to myself, I could easily just turn the other direction and say, whatever, I'm out, right? Or I could try to kill them with kindness and maybe they don't want to deal with that. Or maybe I just understand that they've gone through some stuff. Maybe at home. Maybe their marriage is coming apart. Maybe the kids have just been unruly for the last few days. Maybe different stuff is going on in their lives. And we just don't know what's going on in their journey. And we just don't know. So why do we assume intent of why you're grumpy is because you're just a grumpy person? Maybe not. Maybe they do have a lot of stuff going on in their life. And that one positive thing that you might do that's going to be able to just lend an ear or be able to lend a nice gesture for them by bring them out of the the doldrums or the bad situation that they're sitting in to be able to turn their day around to being a more positive influence in where they're at with everything. But you don't know. Why do you think you know? Why is it that you think that you can assume what other people are thinking, what they're going through, and those kind of things? I see it all the time, even on No Finish Line Nation, which is a closed, protected group, where somebody might post something really positive about something, and then all of a sudden, they're looking around, and somebody might say something that's a little snarky, or a little bit like, a, uh, you know, whatever, are you sure that's the calories in that? Are you sure that's what the points are in that? Are you sure that's how many fat grams are in that thing, or whatever else? And they just try to challenge people's thought process, which is okay to do if you're comfortable doing that, and if you're comfortable receiving that, or you've built a relationship with somebody, but why don't we just lift somebody up? Somebody post something on there that might be incorrect. Okay, well, let's say, great job, and walk away. 
But instead, we find ourselves judging other people, coming down on other people, or whatever. And maybe some of that is because we want to bring them down to our level. Maybe we're not feeling up to par at that moment in time. Maybe we feel kind of gross at this moment in time, or we're feeling like a failure. So we we don't want to see everybody else successful. So we want to bring people down to our level because we're not as successful at that moment in time. So maybe that's why we do it. Maybe that's why folks do it. I've done it before. I have. You know, I'm mostly a positive person. I'm mostly a, a person that likes to lift others up and try to be able to say, let's go kick some tail and be able to do whatever it takes to be able to get the job done. But there are times when I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling like writing a coffee talk or I'm not feeling like I want to be challenged by somebody because they want to tell me, hey, Shane, you're not a doctor. Why are you giving me life advice on whatever else? And I tell them, I know I'm not a doctor and I'm not ever, I'm never claiming to be a doctor and I don't want to be a doctor. All I'm doing is I'm just sharing my insight of what works for me in my journey that might be able to help you. That's it. But you think you want to hear that all the time when you're writing coffee talks or you're doing a podcast or you're doing whatever? You don't want to hear that all the time, right? So I, I, And I get it all the time about people saying, clinically, this is, might happen. Or maybe somebody has mental health issues. Or maybe somebody needs to go to a doctor to get therapy or whatever. And they say, I don't talk about that enough or whatever. So these people will automatically assume that they're going to just uh, assume that I think that I'm a doctor. Or I got a PhD. Or I've got a doctorate or whatever. And I'm a person that is clinically proven that I can get up here to say, this is the correct answer. But if you ever listen to my podcasts... You'll always hear me say, I'm no expert. I'm not. I'm just a guy. I'm a guy that likes to go and eat, a guy that likes to drink beer, and a guy that likes to imbibe in a lot of things that are probably unhealthy for me. And I'm just going through the journey trying to get through one step to the next to be able to get to great things in my life. And that's all my journey is. I'm no expert. But again, somebody wants to sit back and say, you know, I don't like the way you said that because you are this, that, and the other. We're so judgmental sometimes. We really are. Just absolutely judgmental. And then you've got the other side of the coin where the judgmental side of us might look at somebody that you would think, let's say, for instance, health-wise, here I am, a guy that's just been fat all my life, and I've always battled those pounds and battled the weight and battled out of shape and battled everything and being winded on everything and whatever else. I've always battled it. And then I might look at somebody like, I don't know, my wife who can run half marathons, who can be athletic at all, at any given time, no matter where she's at in her journey, whatever she's doing, she's always been athletic and she's always been able to be. She was an all-star athlete when she was in high school and college, playing softball, volleyball, all these different sports, cheerleading, all this different stuff. And she's a naturally gifted athlete. So for me, I'm always thinking to myself, it's easy for her. It's easy for her. Well, it's not easy for her. How do I know? Who am I? Am I in her head? Do I park in her brain? Do I sit in her body? Do I sit there and say, oh, you know, I, 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 I might make these comments internally and I don't do it anymore externally. But if you're internally and you're saying to yourself, oh, man, it must be nice. It must be real nice to be able to just go get up and run a half marathon. Not knowing that she goes out there and she runs two miles, three miles, four miles in the cold, in the air, and, and tries to be able to keep battling through those demons that I get as well to be able to say, I don't want to run today. And I don't want to have exercise. And I don't want to do those kind of things. Battles the same exact stuff that I do. But internally, I'm thinking to myself, it must be nice to be able to do it naturally and the ability to be able to do whatever she wants to do. 
not only judgments, not only judgments do we make on people that we might think that they're negative or nasty or those kind of things, but we also judge other people in the fact that we think it may be easy for them and their and their path might be so much easier than what our path is. And that may not be the case. You have no clue. We have no idea what they've been through in their lives. None. Zero. And that's one of the reasons why I share in these last four podcasts the story of other people is so rich and so dynamic that we have no idea what other people go through, even though on the surface level, they may look like they have it all together. And they may look like they're on point with everything. My wife was watching something the other day. She explained it to me. She says it caught her off guard. She said she was watching Ellen on TV. And the story of the girl from Modern Family was on there, the youngest girl, the one with the glasses. Can't remember her name right now. But my wife was telling me, her story where she opened up to all these different things that she had to do while she was recording Modern Family. Now, she's funny and she's witty and she's a great character on the show and she adds color to the whole family and she does whatever, not knowing that every time that they said cut, she would have to go do dialysis or go have work done to her and have all these surgeries done because she was ill and she wasn't doing very well. But she put the smile on her face and she went out there on the camera and she made it happen. And she dug through. So my wife told me this story and I went, wow, you know, I'm looking at this person on TV and I'm thinking she's all together. She's got it. She's got it all in the, in the bag. She's a young up and coming actress. She's all set, ready to go in her twenties. She's going to be a star. And then I think to myself, wow, man, I did not know that she went through all that, all that personal strife. And then I think to themselves, well, they get paid millions of dollars because they're on that great show, Modern Family. And then I think to myself, well, they get paid millions of dollars, but that's that, that's the dynamic of being an actress or an actor. But they worked hard also to get there, to that point of where they're at. Everybody else's journey has its own ups and downs, its own ebbs and flows, its own pits and valleys and peaks and heights and all those things. We just have to take that into consideration sometimes that we can't cast judgment on other people based on the fact that we think we know what they've been through or we think we know what they're doing. So here's the person that inspires me and I want to share this with you really quick because it, it really is something that's pretty astounding of what this person's been through in their life. Now, this story probably could be relatable to a lot of folks, but this person has really battled through a lot in their life to be able to get to where they're going to. And they are famous. And you would think that they're put together. And you would think, no way. No way if you heard the story of this person that they'd be through what they've been through. So the person is, and I want you to think about the picture of what I'm thinking about, is Tyler Perry. I want you to think about the actor, the one that does the Medea movies, the one that does some of the horror films and some of the comedic actor stuff that they've done. You know, multi-million dollar movies that he does and he puts out there. You know, Medea's this and all those things. So this guy has, uh, you know, stuff always together, looks sharp in his suits, comes out there, multi-millionaire. In fact, in 2011, he was named Forbes highest paid men in entertainment. So think about it. Highest paid, multi-millionaire, really, really put together. All right. That's awesome. Now what I want you to do is I want you to keep that picture in your head as I tell you the story about Tyler Perry. I'm going to read this from a little notes that I took over here. Tyler Perry had a rough childhood. He was physically and sexually abused growing up. He got kicked out of high school and tried to commit suicide twice. Two times he tried to commit suicide. Once as a preteen and again at the age of 22 years old. Now I want you to think about that. Tyler Perry, multimillionaire, great movies, big director, all kinds of successful stuff that he's done in Hollywood and really looks like he's put together. But he was physically and sexually abused growing up. 
That alone in itself can really put somebody on the rails to failure or rails of drug abuse or rails of homelessness or rails of running away and all those things as a young teenager or younger where he was at, where he was physically and sexually abused. And then to get kicked out of high school because your grades are bad while you're going through all of that is a really tough pill to swallow for a kid. And you would think that 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 formula for a kid would be just so detrimental for them. And they would go down the road and they would just follow through all of the teenagers and kids that we've lost in this country to homelessness, through drugs, through all that stuff. This guy, Tyler Perry, stood up and moved to Atlanta in at 23 years old. Took odd jobs at the end while he was in Atlanta, started working on his stage career, got up on stage, tried to be able to do so. Now, in 1992, he wrote and produced and starred in his first theater production, I Know I've Been Changed, of a somewhat informed by his difficult upbringing. It was a story about his childhood and what he's been through. He put all of his savings into the show, and it failed miserably. Okay, So he's been through all this as a teenager. He's been sexually and physically abused. He's been kicked out of high school. At his wit's end, at 22 years old, moved to Atlanta to try to come up with a stage career, wrote a screenplay, wrote everything together, telling his story of what he's been through, and it failed miserably. The run just landed just one weekend, and only 30 people came to watch the show. 30 people. on his. He put all of his money into this, all of his savings into this thing. But instead of giving up, instead of walking away, crying in tears and everything else, he kept up with the production. He was working more odd jobs and ends and often slept in his car to get by, wasn't living in a house or whatever, was sleeping in his car. And then six years after all of that, trying to be able to break through and do all the things he did to do, working odd ends, continuing to work on his stage career, staying in the path, not giving up and continuing to focus on, six years later, he broke through, went on its seventh run, the show that we talked about earlier became a success. It started to hit big. The story met the masses. People loved what they had to hear because he didn't give up and he continued to push forward and he needed to tell his story because he knew that that was going to be something. And he kept his eye on the prize and did not give up and continued to focus on the things that he had to focus on outside of every single thing that he had to go through. I mean, think about that. Again, I tie it back to put yourself in Tyler Perry's shoes. Put yourself in those shoes. You have a dream about something, you try to fight through it. You go through physical, you go through sexual abuse when you're a child. You get kicked out of high school, you're at your bottom of the barrel. You're looking, well, how do I accomplish something? What, what's my this dream that I might have? Would I be able to, in the beginning stages of that, even move forward? Maybe not. Normal human beings like me, I probably would say, yeah, I'm out. I'm done. I'm all set. I've been through way too much of my life. I'd rather just hit the bottle or go do whatever. But mental fortitude is one thing that you need to find and dig in and be able to overcome anything somebody puts in front of you. Now, as I mentioned earlier, he's a huge success, a huge successful career as a director, writer, and an actor. And like I said, in 2011, he was named by Forbes the highest paid man in entertainment. So what a great story that turned out to be for Tyler Perry. What an amazing situation and storyline that you can have that somebody overcame so much to be able to get to where they wanted to get to. Now, here's the reason I wanted to share that story on this podcast is because the podcast is all about not knowing someone else's story. 
You may think somebody's put all together and you may think it might be easy for them and it might be something that they're in Hollywood. So whatever, they might've hit a big movie or they might've hit a big thing or whatever. But listening to the story of Tyler Perry or any of the ones that I've done in the previous podcast here and listening to what they've been through in their lives, it's amazing to me, inspirational to me and just motivating to know that if you keep your eye on the prize, you can you can achieve whatever you want to, like we always talk about. But on the other hand, in theme of this podcast, don't cast judgment on other people because you think they have it easy. Or you think that they've got it all made in the sand or they got the gold plated whatever and they don't really have to work for a living or do whatever. We don't know their story. Stop casting judgment. Just like if you're going to see somebody that's on social media or you're going to see somebody that's doing a podcast or whatever, and you cast judgment because their opinion might not be the same as yours, and you get to name calling or get into the right into the trowels and just this really negative place and this the doldrums of just coming at somebody because you feel that they need to be told that they're wrong. It doesn't work that way. Why should we? Why should we always cast stones? Because you know that old catchphrase, and I'm going to chop this up like you wouldn't believe, but the old catchphrase of, we throw stones at glass houses. Make sure your house is fortified. Make sure you're right in the world before you start to cast judgment on others. Because I guarantee you, I I can 100% guarantee that when you look at yourself in the mirror and you really take a look at yourself, you're not perfect. You may think you are, but you're not perfect. You have flaws just like everybody else. And you have flaws that are covered up, that people can't see. That you hide deep and you know what they are. You know what those flaws are. So don't judge people. Don't judge other people because of the flaws that they may have. And because they may be open about those flaws. Or they may be honest. Or maybe they're putting themselves out there. And just laying themselves out for people to see because it's therapeutic. Or it's something that they want to be able to do to be able to get to a better place. Stop casting judgment. We have to stop doing that. We all know it. We see it. We have a president that does it all the time. Well, I mean, what, what a great example to set for our, our society and our culture based on the fact that we have somebody that just is so so mean and vindictive at times, right? It's not a great example to set. So let's use this as a platform to be able to be positive. Lift people up. Stop breaking people down. Stop trying to treat people like they are not worth something or you want to bring them down to your level because you feel like you're not worth something. And stop being jealous of other success. Listen, if somebody gets to a place where they're successful and they're working hard and they're grinding and you didn't get there, why break them down and treat them like garbage just because they followed the American dream and wanted to be able to be successful? Why would you do that? Human nature, maybe. The way you were brought up, possibly. Maybe it's just the way you're feeling at that time. Okay. But why express it? Why try to bust someone down and break them at their knees? Because they went and did what they felt their dream was all about. What they wanted to accomplish in life. I see it all of the time. When we see somebody that's famous on TV or an actor or a talk show host, or a basketball player, or a football player, or whatever. You have two sides of the coin. Those that love those individuals because of their craft and because of what they do, and those that hate those individuals because of their success. There's no in-betweens. There's no, uh, oh, great job, cool, man. No, it's a love or hate. 
And it's so sad because why hate them? Why hate them because they have natural given talent and they work their tail off? I said one of my podcasts a long time ago, probably like 15 or 16 or 17, that athletes get to get get one of these mantras or or labels of being these people that are lazy, they're just naturally gifted and they've always been given the world. But you don't know what goes on behind the scenes. You, not a lot of people know that Michael Jordan practiced every single day for hours and hours and hours and hours on whatever it was that he wanted to work on at that moment in time, nonstop, vigilantly, always practicing and working on his craft. People didn't see that. People just saw Michael Jordan slamming the ball from the foul line or hitting the fadeaway jumper to win the game. They just saw that side of it. And if you were a Chicago fan, you loved him. And if you were outside of Chicago, you hated him. But you hated him because he's so famous, he's so rich, he's the best player, nobody can touch him, blah, blah, blah. And I hate that guy. Right? Stop doing it. Let's get ourselves to a place where we're lifting people up. We're not breaking them down. Let's stop busting people down. I'm okay with joking around, having a good time, you know, all those good things. I'm okay with all that. You know, you want to bust someone's chops, that's awesome. Let's do it, right? But you got to earn that. You have to be at a place where you two or you people or your group of folks that you're in are okay with busting each other's chops. But how about just lift people up? Even if you're in that place of busting each other's chops, find the courage to step above when you see somebody that might be struggling that actually did something that's positive, celebrating that with them. Give them a text, give them a call, reach out to them, let them know, hey, I'm thinking about you and I'm really proud of you. You know what that's going to do for somebody that might not have the confidence that you might have or other people might have? Maybe you'll turn their life around. If Tyler Perry, the person that we talked about here, tried to commit suicide or was at the point of committing suicide as a preteen in a 22, can you imagine if somebody reached out to him at that moment in time and said, hey, listen, I just want to let you know, man, you're doing a lot of really amazing things. You're doing great things. I love what you did here or whatever. I love what you did there. All those things. You think it would have made a difference? Yes, it would have. We need to do that more. Let's focus on that. Let's focus on being a positive influence all weekend. And let's do it from this point forward. Stop being a negative influence. Stop breaking people down. Stop casting judgment. Stop throwing rocks into the into the houses and do whatever and just you know being mean and vicious. Let's be a positive light and influence on other people. Because you know what it'll actually do, even if you're not feeling it at that moment in time and you're faking it till you make it? Guess what happens? When you're positive with other people and you're being a positive influence with those other folks, it starts to reflect back to you. And then you start to get to a better place because you just made somebody feel really spectacular and fantastic and amazing. You did that. So now you start to feel pretty good and you start to come out of the dark place that you're sitting in at that moment in time. So now you're like, whoa, that that felt really good. And now I want to do that more. Stop breaking people down, lift them up. If you have not been a part of No Finish Line Nation, which is a closed Facebook group that I'm an admin of, if you have not popped over to facebook.com slash groups slash No Finish Line Nation, that's all you got to do. Punch it in the search bar. You'll probably come across it. 42,000 people strong, and it's nothing but a positive influence place. And if you're negative in there, we, we bounce you. You're out. I'm not dealing with negativity. Nope. Because I want you to be a positive influence on other people's journey. It's okay with accountability. And it's okay if somebody says, I want your honest advice about something. But even honest advice can come in a way or a form or a fashion that comes in a supportive way. 
you know, maybe I don't really like that thing that you just said, but you know what? Maybe think about something like this. Maybe it might help you out a little bit, or maybe go this direction. It might, might, you know, this is what's worked for me in the past. So maybe it can help you or those kind of things, a positive way of giving negative reinforcement, which might, some people might perceive to be that way, but do it in a fashion that is supportive, is caring, kind, those kind of things. It matters. Just know your words matter to people. We should all remember that. So in this story, in this podcast, Tyler Perry was my inspiration for this one. You never know what people have gone through to get to where, they're, where they've gotten to just by looking at the surface value of what you see maybe in a, on a camera or in a picture or whatever. Always remember that when you're talking to somebody else. You don't know what they've been through. You don't know what they're going through. So always just be consistent with yourself to make sure you're a positive influence in the world, the people around you, and everything that we do. Have a great day. Thank you so much for listening to Coffee Talk with Liquid Shano 1973 podcast. You can also find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and other social media platforms at Liquid Shano 1973. And if you could do us a favor, pop on over to iTunes and show us some love and leave some feedback there for us. Talk later.